0: Welcome to Sober.coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober.coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober.coffeePodcast and on Twitter at SoberCoffeePod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the
1: coffee shop. What would we do without our cell phones? I'm like we're talking here and I'm ready to Google something and I'm like, Oh. I mean so you Google.
2: my mom got, said
1: my mom said she had to Google something yesterday.
2: I Googled my whole life. <clears throat> I I've used you know, my whole life. What I now you just pick up your phone, but yeah, the way right. I used to Google before. Yeah. Encyclopedia to, Britannica? Yeah, I used to ask my mom for a ride down to the Willow Grove Library. Wow. And I used to walk in the library down the ramp to the encyclopedia section pull out e Mm -hmm. for ether and i would look it up and that's how i googled why were you googling ether
1: by the way you concern me (laughs) okay right you know my sister my sister worked at a bar called the library so my mom would say where are you going the library so they have one of those around here called the office the office right? where are you going i'm going to the office go to the office again
2: so that's crazy me
1: what's up my coffee brother loving you loving it how you feeling doing
2: good i um you know, I, I'm I'm just realizing. So I'm I'm probably mm, let me see. It's uh, 2024, and I've been on this path since 2014, full time. So it's been a it's been a couple days. But you know, it's funny. Hmm. Here's a quick lesson, and we, we should almost do an episode on this. But here's a quick lesson: not everybody likes chocolate ice cream.
1: Really. I don't know who Do you like would chocolate not, ice cream? I love chocolate ice cream. <clears throat> so you said
2: it with such enthusiasm. Yeah, there the are best. people when you hear chocolate ice cream, they're like, Eh, I'll pass. Yeah, right. I don't get it. Just this, right? But yeah. chocolate ice cream's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But what I've learned in life, and 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 I have just turned six zero, so I've been on this earth a little bit. But what I've just learned and so many times I'm embarrassed about what I've learned after sixty years. Mm-hmm. But at least I've learned it, right? <clears throat> what I've learned is not everybody loves chocolate ice cream with the level of enthusiasm that you said I love it, right? right? They right. just don't, right? But there's nothing wrong with chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream, mm-hmm. and and I think we go through this world thinking that everybody should love us, mm-hmm. right? And everybody should relate to us and connect with us, and 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 especially on social media. My God, you put something out there. My uh, joke is, I can put a spiritual quip. Mm-hmm. Out on social media, something that's r- a real nugget of meat, yeah, filet right. mignon, oh, cooked stop, right, cooked medium rare, just center perfect, se- perfect seasoning. I could put that out there, served up on the plate. I get two likes. Yeah, you know, somebody puts something out with the word boobs, <laughs> and they get one point two million likes.
1: Right, and so, so, so people like that flavor of chocolate ice cream.
2: <laughs> they, re- they 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 must right, and it's it's funny to see. And I, I don't want to be offensive to to some of our listeners. But it's funny to see guys out there, girls say something about boobs and guys will just go down that rabbit hole yeah, and right. think that they want to get married and, right. and just the way they comment and hey, let's get together. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, come on. Grow up. Right? But not everybody likes chocolate ice cream. So what what and the way I think of that as I go through the day is I just try to put out the best product that Glenn can put out. And I know, Mikey, you do the same thing. You try to put the best product you put out. Not everybody's going to like it. Right. It doesn't matter how tasty that chocolate ice cream is. Some people, hey, they're just not into chocolate ice cream. Right. And to
1: that And point, that's okay. That's right. It's okay. I mean, as long as you're eating ice cream. Is sense? My, as long as you're eating ice cream, you're okay. I mean, because you can have it in any different flavor. But, but Is
2: there I, is there an ice cream that you would just say, yeah, pass? No i would yeah. there's there, there's a couple butter pecan i eh. oh, love pass love dude you get excited about ice cream <laughs> here i'm just saying not everybody is gonna love chocolate ice cream right. and that's okay i oh. thought hey everybody has to love chocolate ice cream yeah. but
1: that's ego and, and, right? and everyone doesn't have to love us look if you're on the road to recovery and and we're it's not this this podcast isn't working for you you know what glenn guess what there are hundreds of other sober podcasts.
2: Right. And and hey. Just not keep working Not it. everything's reality, right? <clears throat> there are people that say AA doesn't work. Right. Absolute bullshit. Right. It might not work for them right. because maybe they didn't surrender right. and get their head out of their butt or surrender their ego or whatever. But when you look at you mm-hmm. and you look at me, there's absolutely no way that you can say AA doesn't work. right? Because it worked Absol- for me. changed our lives. Right. With, and I've tried most of the other ways. Right. I'm not, There's a couple recently that are made up, but you know, I, I, and, and hey, you know, we're pro sobriety, right? You know, we're not man. We're not mandating AA. The only thing we're doing is telling our story and say, hey. So I'm not sure anywhere where this well, intro is no, going, I, but I, it's I, I love it, but, and, and I think it's and, important.
1: And I know we've touched on it before. If we're not your flavor, go find a flavor that is yours because it works. And and even yeah, no, though we're delicious, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> too much too much too soon too early um and yeah, then you know awesome. same thing too with um with blogs there are a lot of different writing styles there is so much great written content online that helps you down the sober path it's amazing you know? yeah giddy up go follow so uh,
2: we don't do blogs because we don't no, in blogs. We, no. we, we, do we do writings, writings. <laughs> that's right so good morning brother i'm yeah. eating some muffin i'm uh i'm drinking some coffee All right. Enjoying and, chats and you, you know
1: what we're just living in the moment which is our topic this morning. Yep. Just live it in the moment. Um, you know, the next 24. I, I Again, we touch on that so often, but for me, it, it, I love that we're going to talk about it a little bit this morning. Because Wait, we actually
2: have a purpose here this morning? We do, uh, yes. And right. it's not
1: ice cream. Oh, awesome. Now you got me thinking about all kinds of bananas and pecans and chocolate and extra hey, chocolate man. syrup. <clears throat> and, you know?
2: You know.
1: Yeah, but sp-
2: speaking about ice cream. <laughs> I have to tell Here you this. <clears throat> no years ago, I um, I was part of a merger, a corporate merger, and the managing director of this new company that, that bought us out. You know, and he was a very simple, efficient guy, right? He was all about efficiency and delivering customer experience. You know, here's here's what he said. He said, "Glenn, you always got to think of this." He goes, "You know, business is like ice cream." He said, "The way to be successful in business, you build the best vanilla ice cream." And he said, you just find a way to do the best, you do it the cheapest, and you serve millions. He goes, the minute you put sprinkles on it, you screw it up.
1: That man should be actually imprisoned. Well, it might be at this point. It might be you know, some insane <laughs> asylum.
2: But, but I mean, what you talking about efficiency? Right, the, sure. the minute you try to put a bunch of stuff on it, maybe that can be related to AA. You know, the, the minute you put a bunch of people's opinions on it and, mm-hmm. and, and try to twist the words in the book, you mm-hmm. screw it up. Right. You just screw up a great thing. So. Right.
1: Right. And maybe we're going to screw up a great thing this morning because talking about the next. know yeah, What's right topic? Thing in front of us? The next twenty four. Next twenty four. <laughs> right. But maybe we still up. I don't know why up. people listen to us. but uh, I just don't. I, don't. I don't. I know you don't. Um No, but you know. We it, have two listeners, you and me. Twenty-one. <laughs> and my mom, but I think she quit listening.
2: <laughs> Come on, mom. We, we should do a giveaway for mom. She's like, these guys are. So, Mikey, we, we always say that. You know, we should mic ourselves in in the parking lot, and I, you know, I get out of my car. It's six a.m. or five forty when we roll out of our cars, a.m. on a Saturday. And Mike, he says, because he knows I got all these gadgets mm-hmm. to measure my sleep. He goes, "What's your score?" <laughs>
1: that's right.
2: And I am like ninety. I am like that's that's one of my my that's on my top end. And and he's like, he's like, well, "How are you feeling?" I am like, "I don't I don't feel 90. <laughs> you know, I am not feeling it. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going. You need at, some man. spring You need some sprinkles. No, but you know what, man? It's can, can you believe we got about 200 of these episodes out there, yeah. inc- including bonus drops and everything? Yeah. I mean, that's insane. The first time that you said yes, you know, we were trying to do figure out
1: the first 15 episodes, right? And, and now we have so much to talk about. Well, there is, in in the world of sobriety, there's so much to talk about. I mean, I I don't think I could have talked about this much stuff like when I was <clears> drunk or just. Uh, always high i would have been oh, like that would be that would be
2: one good episode though no
1: it would be a hundred good episodes because yeah. i would just keep rehashing the right. same old stuff you and know it's so ego filled yeah uh, oh like, let me tell you what i did yesterday you know oh man like let you, me tell you about you my grandiose plans right which is again back to our point today before I lived so much in the past, and so our drunk episodes would have been about the past and how people screwed us over. And number two, this is mine anyway, and then the number two flavor would be where I'm going and how I'm going to change the world. And it would have been ever about everything other than what's right in front of me today. So right, I noticed I had no appreciation.
2: I love you, man. I know you're really trying hard to get I'm us on track re- here. I am trying but you hard. You said something a couple episodes ago that just really stuck with me. <clears throat> we were just joking around, you know, on air, and you were saying you were saying something like, "Hey, you know, we were comparing ourselves to Seinfeld, right?" Right. And and you said a show, oh, we're a show about nothing," and, and I paused, and I'm like, "No, I think we're a show about everything, mm. right?" Because that's when. That's when life starts in sobriety you know and I know we have a lot of sober curious folks that, that jump on and <clears throat> man I'm telling you you have found a path the sober path is a path of everything any option is out there any possibility is out there we have found that sobriety is a superpower and I'm telling you from my experience and from living Mike's experience with him, you know, when you find the sober path and you start down the sober path, not immediately, sometimes quickly, mostly slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, but this stuff happens, uh, and and it's a superpower. And like you know, two thousand twenty-four, you know, you know, me, Mike, by September, be, you know, the year before, I'm trying to figure out what what my grandiose plans are, mm-hmm. and I really didn't do that this
1: year. I'm just trying to be just Better as good at what as, you do. Yeah, huh?
2: just <clears throat> so
1: this is really a show
2: about everything
1: yeah okay i will stop no no now you've got me going down the rabbit hole too no, because I will stop. no because i i think i think the you're thing, off topic <laughs> yeah the thing for me is that uh, yes you're you're right we we do talk about a lot of things but there's so much w- one of the things you said that just stopped me in my thought is you've seen it work in me you've seen it work in yourself mm-hmm. and you know what i wish i had done from the day i started going Plugging into a sober community. I chose Alcoholics Anonymous, but you know, people, there's other sober communities out there. You know what I wish I would have done? Is taken a little pegboard or, or just a little stick count of how many people I've seen transformed by the power of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous because I want it. My instinct says, oh, be. Honest, because it can't be thousands, maybe it's hundreds. But I wonder if I'm now into the thousands because I've seen people come in so broken, so destroyed, and over time, not in two meetings, but in 20 meetings, you start seeing change. In 40 meetings, you see more change. After a year, you've seen an entire transformation of a person. And I wonder how many, Glenn, in my years, how many I've seen. I don't know if I've broken the thousand yet, but... But I, I know I've at least been in the room with thousands of people, you know. But but can I say I've seen transformation in a thousand people? I think I'm getting pretty close.
2: Yeah, I mean um, thousands a lot. I probably I probably can't say a thousand, <clears throat> but I'll i, don't, I don't go to the number of meetings that you do. Um, but I would say, like, I could sit here right now, off the top of my head, and roll off twenty five. Man, right. and we're also part of a church group. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we have 18, 19 guys in our church group. Well, we had, we had 19. One guy just took himself off. Um, but we have 18 guys. And and every single one of those, you know, guys, um, there's transformation. Yeah. In fact, there, there there was a guy came in two years ago, angry, hater. I, I shouldn't say hater. Angry, frustrated, mm-hmm. wouldn't say a word, you know, in in our weekly meetings, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't say a word. Now he contributes and jumps in. He's serving all over the place. You know, he's helping out. He's getting outside of him. I mean, just amazing transformation. And I tell him, I'm like, man, you win the award for the greatest transformation that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It's just just amazing.
1: (coughs) But did we transform when we were out, when we were drinking, drugging? Yes. Yep. We we transformed negatively.
2: Yes. We progressively transformed worse. Right. And we've done an episode on that
1: for the progressiveness of alcoholism and then the progressiveness of sobriety.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it was there was no way um, if you had told me, um, you know, hey, um, if you take that next drink, here's where you'll be. I, I wouldn't have believed it if you said, "Hey, you're going to be you know an option with no place to live. You're going to go into sober living for four months. You have lost all your family, all your relationships. You have lost your relationship with your daughters that you think you love so much. You know you're you're going to love booze more." Mm-hmm. If, if somebody had told me that story, um, <clears throat> I would not have. A I wouldn't have believed them. My ego would have said, "Ah, eh, I know better." I never would have listened to anybody. I mean, if if I had one of those dreams where somebody walked me around and said, This is your life coming up, mm-hmm. I, I would have said, Nah, I know better. It, that's just where my head was. But I mean, I look at how far down the scale that I went, I just I mean, it's just hard to believe. Well, you know, I'm here, very progressive yeah, day but, by day. But here's
1: the thing, I saw where I was headed. I didn't care. I, I got really to that did. point. I,
2: I really got to that yeah. point. You know, especially when that dude in the red scrubs it's three in the morning sure, right yeah you're, dude you, you could die you have a brain bleed you're not gonna live through the night i was like okay yeah right i was right. like i knew this thing would kill me one one way or another
1: right right and but,
2: I, was, I was really okay and, and it was so looking back sorry i got a muffin in my mouth <laughs> it was <laughs> looking back man I was so sad like i had nothing to live for right. i had nothing i had no fight in me
1: what do you live for today I mean, do you live for tomorrow or do you live for today? No, I, absolutely, my I
2: absolutely... Wait, are we getting back on topic uh, now? No, no I like, just thought I saw a next, nice... The next 24 living in the moment. I live for today. Right. So, um...
1: But you have grandiose plans.
2: The AA way... Not really. Um, the, um, the A way is, or, or the, the saying is, one day at a time. Right. <clears throat> I really live that way. Um... You know, I there's a there, there's a guy, you know, in our rooms. He he, he not he says it well; he demonstrates it. He's, he always stands up, right? He goes, "Hey, if you live one foot in the past, all right, all right, oh, and, I know this guy, and and you live one foot in the future, otherwise, all you're doing is pissing on today, mm-hmm. right? And and really, that's a good way to really look at it, right? Um, no, what what I um I have plans. Hmm. And they're in responsible, right? <clears throat> well, I have to. You know, in business, people want to know what your plan is. You right. can't just say, "Hey, you know what, investor? Go ahead and invest you know a million dollars." you' are going to see, gonna see what the way what, I'm what just what going to the figure out the today. I you know, don't know what, what way the wind blows. Today, I don't know right. what tomorrow. But <clears throat> it's funny how and and there's people in my business that know my story, and there have been people that have commented recently. They were like Glenn. We've never seen somebody handle situations like this. And one one guy said, it's got to be because of what you went through, mm-hmm. right? Like all the therapy and the psychological understanding and emotional intelligence and, <clears throat> you know, just trying to prioritize and figure out what's important for today. And and I have people, you know, stuff six months down the road to, and they're like, why aren't you worried about that? Mm-hmm. I said, first of all, what I know is there's going to be 18 things that are going to change between now and then. Whatever you think that is, six months from now, mm-hmm. it's not going to be. Six, that's not going to be it. Right. It's just not. We have too many moving parts. I think you've just solved anxiety. <clears throat> so here's a funny thing. You and I were out to dinner just a little while ago mm-hmm. with uh, 12 guys, right? right? Um, <clears throat> and there was one guy at the table. Oh, and, and we were joking about anxiety. <coughs> and I pulled up, you know, I got the Apple Watch, I pulled up my app, and it said, you know, I, I live in between 93 and 98% stress. Mm-hmm. Like, every one of my charts are full red. Mm-hmm. You know, just red, they got flames behind it, like, you're, <laughs> by, you're on your, fire your from stress. Your actual iPhone is right? smoking, right. It really is, and I got a lot of stuff going on, so I get it. <clears throat> and then I laughed, because my wife says, she goes, well, those things don't work. And I said, you know what, I put it on her wrist, it shot down to eight. Like she's living in some Nirvana bliss, you know, floating around the world, and I'm like, you know, and I put it right back on on my and, droop, and it and shot it right went, back up to ninety eight again. Droop, droop, droop. And she goes, how do you live like that? So so my my stress is nine. There's three main things. My stress is ninety eight, and my energy level is like twelve. Okay. Right. I'm just you know I although I feel like I have energy, my my body is saying. Man, you're, you're on the low it. end, right? So we had a guy at the end of the table, you know, smart Alec. and he's like, oh, what about the living in the moment and giving up the God thing? Yeah, right, you know? I remember that. <clears throat> and I looked at him, I'm like, well, you see this 100% health? Because the third thing is like your, your health and your ability to deal with stress. Okay. It was always at 100, except when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. But it's always at 100. So I'm saying that is even though I'm going through the fire, I give it up to God, and that's what delivers the hundred and the hundred green, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and so, yeah, I, I I mean, I do find myself getting into those times, you know, of worry, like what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen two weeks from now, you know. And I'm just like, hey, first of all, I have enough proof in this program; where shit works, mm-hmm. period. And I have faith in God and I have faith in AA and I have faith in my sober brothers and sisters and I have faith in my, you know, sober network and my tools. I have faith in the twenty five things I do to stay sober. I have I have facts mm-hmm. in every one of those areas. So I know <clears throat> and I know how I live. I am very confident and concrete in how I live and it's solid. It's not back when I was playing games and lying all the time. I didn't know which lie I told to who. And I mean, I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's so much confidence. So I know, irregardless, the building could fall down, and I would have a level of confidence to stand up and do the next right thing and, and deliver in whatever situation comes my way. Mm-hmm. So what taught me that? Yeah. I know that's what you're going to ask me. Yeah. <clears throat> Page 86 is a great way to start. Mm-hmm. It tells you how to live for today. There's nothing on page 86 talks about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Nothing on page 86 talks about next five weeks. Everything talks about upon awakening in the day. Here's what you do for your day. And then at night upon retiring, here's how you reflect on your day. It doesn't say, it doesn't say, hey, at night, you know, plan out the next five days and stress and worry about it. It's what did you do today?
1: Right. You know, and for those that I mean, again, a lot of people listening to us are on the Sober Journey. A lot of people are in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. For those that aren't, the reference point is page 86 of the big book. So it's a textbook. It's a playbook for life. Book. Big blue book. And I'll go so far as to say if you don't have a copy and and you can't afford a copy, just email us at copy, and we'll get you a copy of the big book. It's It's been you know, I, I, ref, I reference it often. It, it talks about how to handle living in the moment. And it talks about how to handle living through stress and planning for the future. And it talks about dealing with the past. I mean, it's amazing how much content is crammed into those 164 pages.
2: And here's what else I have found. When you focus on the day, living in the moment, the next 24, um, <clears throat> I really like that, the next 24. Um, it, it brings all the focus in what can I do today to be the best I can today or, as, as I do, maximize the day right. um, or win the day. I actually have a score sheet that I used. <clears throat> I'm adjusting it right now, but, you know, I, I scored my activities through the day, so it gave me an objective look is how, how do I do for the day, mm-hmm. right? I got points for going to an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I got points for talking to people in AA. I got points for calling my sponsor. You know, I got... And I'm like, you know, hey, am I doing, I broke it down into functions, and right. activities. I'm like, am I doing the right things? Mm. And what was really cool by that, Mikey, is, is it didn't matter how I felt. I just did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Most of the time, I didn't feel like calling my sponsor. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, he's going to be all cheery and uh, I'm not in a cheery mood and what in the world. I have nothing to say. <clears throat> you know, and I called him and he goes, hey, dude. You know, in, in three seconds, you know, I'm, I'm changed my whole outlook on
1: it right you know the way i look at it too is it, it seems like we living in the moment doing the day stuff what i heard you say is you're just doing you're building a foundation the picture that came into my mind was a guy sitting in his sitting in a in a surrounded by mud right and he's got a he's got a wheelbarrow full yeah, of stone a mud bath right wheel, wheelbarrow full of stone wheelbarrow full of water and he's mixing cement he's not doing anything extraordinary he's just Pouring cement, he's mixing up cement and pouring it in the bottom of his house. It doesn't seem like he's doing anything for tomorrow because he's just mixing cement today. But he's building a foundation for the next day <coughs> that's going to be rock solid, as opposed to you know just playing with water all day. Does that make any kind yeah, of yeah, totally. So you just said something that really clicks, and and
2: um, th- this may be original. So let's it might be the first one. This decade, right? Okay. But what what you said is, you know, and, and you used the word ordinary. And, and, and as I look at my life, you know, I really believe I have an ordinary life. Um, I mean, there's I don't do anything outside the box. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything crazy in my life. I have an ordinary life. I have a job. <clears throat> I have a family. I got kids. I have grass that has to be cut. <clears throat> so I do a lot of ordinary things. mm mm-hmm. But I really try, and thanks to sobriety, I try to do them in extraordinary ways mm-hmm. um and and I try to have the best grass, and I try to you know make the best dinner and I try to you know clean the best i well I clean at the ninety two percent level I always leave something <laughs> <laughs> I just do, but yeah, you know, I think <clears throat> so many people, in fact, early sobriety, you know I was forced to live in fact i was forced to live hour by hour you know i i literally for four months i didn't plan my days i plan my hours mm-hmm. and then i got to the point where i was planning my uh, days um <clears throat> and then i mean hey do i have do i have plans for march do i have plans for you know june and do i have plans for christmas next year yeah you know but i don't focus on them no i mean i <clears throat> I mean, I have to plan for them, but I don't focus on them. Yeah, no, I get
1: that. When it come, I mean, when I have to
2: rent a car you got, in sure. advance of so a trip, got to think. Right, you got to think
1: about it. You just right. don't need to obsess about it. Right, I just don't. And worry about it. Yeah. I mean, that's. <clears throat> if you're I'm, worried about getting a car, just go get the car. The best
2: report card that I can have is that app that says, I'm living stress, 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 but yet. My, my health let me see what it's called again oh it's called health res- or my health resilience um, <clears throat> sorry man I'm, I'm coughing here doing a whole bunch of stuff here um yeah it's health resilience and it's 100 100 health resilient green 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 so last night when i was ha- when, when at, at midnight when i was sleeping I was 74 stress, mm-hmm. <clears throat> 31 energy, and 100% health resilient. And every time I go down here, it says your body systems are super resilient and running smoothly all is well. Wow. Even all though, as well. Even all though well. I'm right in the middle of the fire. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> That's given up to God. That's the power of this program. That's
1: living in today. That's living in today. Love it, man. Hey, that was absolutely a show about nothing.
0: Yeah, so what was our topic?
1: See you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. I'll be back. Goodbye.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.